how's the sound now? Still working out a few kinks here. Um, anyways, I'll go back through the reintroduction. If you don't know him, sitting in front of me here, sitting next to me, uh, would be our favorite little gun bunny himself from Instagram, the Broken Asian. Uh, also goes by the name of Tufu. Um, I don't know. What else can I say about you? Our, our favorite gun bunny. That's that's about it. If there isn't well, anything okay. else... Yeah, we are doing this live, so fuck it. We're doing it live. <laughs> uh, I think I'm getting the audio through now. Looks, looks Perfect. That's completely on me. I had us muted, so. Oh, there, no worries. No technical, er no technical errors. That was just an ID10T problem. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, no, thanks for having me on. Like like I said, or, or like you said, um, you know, I host Me for Rants. I host um, a couple other podcasts mm -hmm. as well. And uh, just a gun bunny, you yeah. know, I yeah. a little bit. And I actually have a bunny suit over there that we're working on a secret project for. And then we're coming out here in a little while. I'm kind of excited to see what happens with you in a bunny suit. But it's I don't want to say that too loud. I don't want to say that too loud because, you know, the wife might find out about my cosplay or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah. So what you got for us tonight? You know, I just kind of want to have a little discussion about different things uh mm -hmm. things that you haven't talked about before so i mean we've all seen you on tundra nation we've seen you on mead fueled rants you know mm -hmm. everybody enjoys tufu uh you know he's always playful always fun but i want to kind of get into a little bit more of a serious side i want to talk to you more about you know your journey of becoming an american you know oh. you obviously you know you're uh in American now went through the naturalization mm -hmm. process kind of curious as to what you did and why you chose to become an American citizen so here's a couple of funny uh, things number one is I actually so I'm from China born raised there got a tattoo no. on my butt that says made in China no I probably have <laughs> one on my butt that says made in China I just haven't seen it in a few years <laughs> um, so yeah Born in China, um, and I was born in a very, um, I say, weird family. Um, we, I was raised very differently. I was raised because um, we travel a lot. I've been traveling since I was about four years old, maybe a little bit younger. Uh, yeah. Internationally, I actually went to more countries in the world than more cities in China, which is kind of funny. And then um, I was a, I was always getting older. Um, in 2000, in two, year 2000, actually, my dad came to the U.S. And he saw the whole, um, you know, saw everything, how much he liked it. And he visited again. Uh, actually, the day he came to America was 9-11. And all the flights that's, were grounded that that's day. That's crazy. Yep. And then they, uh, I think he fly, flew in, in a uh, 77. And then they were flying in. And uh, didn't know anything about it. Two F-16 just kind of came up. Was like, you're landing. We don't yeah. care. And if you don't land, we're going to shoot you down. So oh. they did an emergency landing somewhere. And then the funny story is my dad on his way back, because his triple up was all thrown off. Like he, he used to travel a lot for our business, and he used to take me to America. was the one trip that he didn't. But on his way back, he actually stopped at Hawaii. At the time, he doesn't know how to swim. 
So my mom basically didn't allow him to come home for like a week after he got back. So he had to so, stay in the hotel. So okay. she didn't allow him to come home? Like this well, was her vacation was from him or? No, but my mom, my mom and I was pissed because my dad doesn't know how to swim at the time. And he went to Hawaii by himself. It's oh. like, what the hell, dude? So, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, we, I could, I could understand how somebody married would be mad about not getting. A trip well, my to mom Hawaii. was really mad, mad, and then my dad was had to work. So that's another story, another day. Um, but anywho, so my dad saw how the Western world. Like, I, I was raised more on the Western culture than Chinese traditional culture. That's, um, I never actually fit in in China. Um, oh, well, <clears throat> yeah, I never fit in in China. I was. Right before I left, my teachers, uh, my classmates, my classmates are a little bit nicer, but my teachers are like, you're a fuck up. You're going to embarrass yourself. You're going to embarrass your family. You're going to embarrass your teachers, and you're going to embarrass your, embarrass your country. Like, I was actually sent to a psychologist when I was little to have myself tested, or not tested, but uh, evaluated. And then the, um, the lady who evaluated me was like, this kid is as normal as it can get. Like he's just not another brick in the wall, or refused to be another brick in the wall. And right. that I never fit in. So, and then move. You know, after that, I came to America. Um, I actually never fit. I left rival for my birthday. Um, but while I was technically twelve, and then I turned thirteen when I arrived to America in America uh, the next day. So. <clears throat> I actually celebrated my 13th birthday in uh, Kansas City, Kansas. Kansas City, That's... Kansas. You went to the real one. Yep. Not, not so, that one uh, over there in Missouri, you know? Correct, correct. <laughs> uh, the reason, oh, how we came to America, so I kind of get de derailed a lot, is um, my mom got a job. My, my dad encouraged my mom to get a job in America and just, you know, check it out. And... Uh, my mom's a doctor. She got a job at uh, Kansas State, I believe. Um, and uh, Kansas gets uh, very cold during the winter. She came here 2001, I believe. 2000, right. 2002. 2002, I'm sorry. She came here 2002. And uh, during the winter, um, she fell due to ice. And I'm from the hottest city in China. 30-something million people there in a little island called Chongqing. And... Uh, I was just, my mom's like, nope, ending the contract, we're going down south. And that's how we ended up in Nashville. Um, and Nashville is pretty much the, a copy of Chongqing in uh, location-wise. It's hot, it's humid, we like it here. Um, yeah. And then we kind of just did our thing. And, uh, well, I came to America and I was like, well, I kind of, you know, like this. I don't want to go back to China anymore. Can we just stay here? So in China, I'm technically a fifth grade dropout. It's kind of funny. It's um, not bad. I mean, fifth grade is good for, you know, the Amish. Well, I came here <laughs> and went straight to eighth grade, I think. Eighth grade, yeah. I went straight to eighth grade. Did not speak English. My very first day in school, I got into a fight. Because at the time, there's very little Asians in, um, in the South or in my area. So, and all the Asians, they just take the beating whenever they get picked on. They just take the beating and don't say anything about it. So I fought pretty much everybody growing up. Like, <laughs> I was kind of a troublemaker. So um, my pr the principal called my mom. My mom's like, son of a bitch. He get first day in school, he gets in a fight. Like, what the hell? <clears throat> so 
that's the funny story. But anyway, so how, how many how, how many of those fights did you get in that you blamed on the language barrier? He just didn't understand me. Oh no, I I didn't even know how to say bathroom when I came to America. <laughs> I just looked for the little man. And I was like, oh okay, I'm gonna go pee in there. <laughs> I guess so, it, it's definitely something different. You know, I've I've been to other countries, but it's really interesting outside of America how many countries cater to us lazy americans <laughs> they really do like i i always you know seen the meme you know how we're lazy we don't have multiple languages we don't it, it we're just lazy we'll go to another country don't understand anything and expect them to completely understand what we're trying to say you know lazy we entitled. Put a man on the moon so it's that, a fair point <laughs> <laughs> or in nevada somewhere that we said it was the moon yeah, you know, there's there's two sides <laughs> to every coin. <laughs> but, um, so yeah, um, the, to answer your question, because I dragged down for like the ten minutes now. The, oh, uh, it's fine. Long the short is, I became a U.S. citizen because I was given it false information. I like guns. I like guns a lot. The first thing we bought, or not first, but the. So wait, were you told that it, when you become an American citizen, you're issued a gun? No, actually, okay. here's a funny story. Okay, I mean, that's a meme. To... I've, I've heard it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, before I came to America, I literally thought every person drives a red Corvette in America. If you don't, you get to send to Guantanamo Bay for not being American. And when I landed in America, I'm like, what happened to all the Corvettes? And they're like, <laughs> what? What do you mean, right. Corvette? So, but <laughs> anyway, um, the reason why I became a U.S. citizen is because I was informed that um, if you're a U.S. If you're not a U.S. citizen, you cannot uh, own NFA items, which is incorrect. You can technically own NFA items. You can. Um, so, <clears throat> I don't know if you're going to ask the, uh, the legal side of this, but uh, we came to America, or my mom came here when, in 2002 as a J, either J1 or a J2 um, passport. And uh, that allows you to work in America. Mm -hmm. Yep. And uh, she officially applied for a uh, green card in 2004, sometime in 2004. And uh, to, the, um, to get a green card is about, and this is, you know, 15 years, almost 20 years ago, actually. Holy shit. Is, Time flies, doesn't it? Yeah, oh my God. It's like the, um, last, it, the last 10 years are just a blur. Yeah. And it's, and, you know, it's as you get older, it seems to just go faster and faster. Oh, I... Yeah, I'm trying to get a stop. Like <laughs> we were so talking, I was talking to somebody the other day, and it's like, yeah, you know, I remember when I just did that right out of high school. And when did you graduate? And I'm like, I don't want to talk about that. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, God, I say that date, and I'm old. <laughs> it's been yeah, a while I, since I've been in high school. Funny thing is, um, if I shave my face and take care of my hair, I look like I'm 17. You look like you're 12. <laughs> what are you kidding me? <laughs> you've you've seen some of your Instagram pictures, right? I mean, oh, yeah. you look you some look like you I... got that baby face like filter on on some of those things. It's like there's not even a blur there, so that's a that's that's just tufu. <laughs> yeah, and I have a lot of gray hair actually, and my hair's doing its own thing today. I don't know, but yeah. uh, it cost seventeen hundred dollars to get your green card, approximately twelve to seventeen hundred dollars plus the lawyer fee. And my uh -huh. mom uh, actually applied for what's called a outstanding uh let's see outstanding green card i can't remember the exact name of it uh mm -hmm. no high skilled high skilled uh immigration that's what she applied for 
Okay. Um, like it's for people that their jobs are very in demand and uh, they're very highly skilled and educated. Right. Um, those typically takes a year or two, maybe longer, um, or two to three years. But my mom's came down in just a year, a little less than a year, like a few days less than a year. And nice. that's almost unheard of because she did all the work herself. We did not hire a lawyer, or she did not hire a lawyer. And that automatically granted me and my dad a green card as well. Well, nice. we all applied. We all applied. It was quite expensive. And then <clears throat> from there, after five years, you can become a U.S. citizen if you choose to. And my happy ass kind of sat on that till five, four years ago. Um, four years ago. Four years ago, uh, because I was not buying any, you know, NFA item. I didn't care for it. Because mm -hmm. I didn't want to pay the two hundred dollars tax stamp plus the weight. Nobody wants to pay the two hundred dollars tax stamp. <laughs> so the two hundred dollars tax uh, stamp plus like three thousand dollars on a four hundred dollar piece of equipment. Yeah. Ugh. So, yeah, and I've always loved shooting, and that's one reason why my uh, one of my ears is pretty much deaf. Like my right ear, it's pretty much deaf, and I constantly have to people. Oh, yeah. can you say that again? And after the fourth time, it's just like, okay, yeah, yeah. sure. Yeah, I call so, that being. Like, I, I call that being married. <laughs> well yeah, yeah. The, the hearing so, loss once you once you get married is impeccable <laughs> uh, right. it's not it's not from her bickering it's just the fact that you know we can't hear as men to begin with correct and we do stupid things we correct. do stupid things to our ears we're the type of people who stick keys in our ears to clean them when they're dirty you know you're shaking we're your head. You know you did it. <laughs> we're resourceful. Yes. I was actually mowing the grass, and you know how, like, on the lawnmower, there's the little flock that closes, right? Yeah. Or opens and closes. Well, we lost the um the, the spring. Call it? No, not the spring. The um the thing that keeps it open. Okay. So grass was building up. I took a piece of wood and I just jammed it in there, and then my happy ass was just wobbling and just mowing the grass. It was great. So, but yeah, hopefully I answered your question okay with that. No, I mean, you did. You did perfectly. Um, yeah, dragged it on. <laughs> no, no, that was good. Um, it's definitely interesting to find out that you, you became an American citizen on a lie. Yeah. Well, <laughs> so, and on top of that lie so, was... So now knowing what you know, know now... That you could have bought those NFA items anyways? Would you have gone through and became oh, a United yeah. States citizen? Oh, hell yeah, without a doubt. Like, right. I would, honestly, I would have done it earlier. Because um, I would have done it as soon as, like, in, as soon as um, my five year was up for green card. Right. Um, and also, another thing is, oh, that's another funny thing. So, here's, I, I got a lot of. Oh, go for it. Go for so it. So, on the date of my. Um, Oh, uh, whatchamacallit, my... Um, naturalization? Uh, naturalization, thank you. All my... I, I didn't tell anyone. I just went there on a lunch break and then get sworn in. And uh, the girls that, that sat next to me, we were just telling stupid jokes. It, the courtroom was quiet. Like, you can hear the mouse. Uh, and then we just start showing each other memes, and we could not stop laughing. And then the <laughs> whole room, like... It started with me just can't uncontrollably trying um laughing, and then she started laughing, and then people around us started <laughs> laughing, and the whole courtroom just started uh, giggling out, and we're like, these idiots. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
but I didn't tell anyone that I was getting naturalized because all my friends, even as far as from uh, California and Florida and Texas, they all wanted to be there, but they, they all of them bought ice, uh, ice agent jackets. They were all going to show up in ice oh, agent jackets. Yeah, that's, that's not a good thing. <laughs> they were all just going to walk in, just kind of stand there and just watch me get, like laughing and everyone else freaking out. Um, but I didn't tell anyone and um, they were pissed. Yeah. So, bought a lot of drinks after that for people. It was great. Yeah, you know, sometimes you just got to keep the big stuff to yourself. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, yeah, when I did that, um, um, I, I would have done it sooner because my oh another funny story actually sorry I keep on getting distracted no Go not a problem and, this is uh, I hear th- that's the whole point of this like open mic is literally just that you're free range you do whatever the hell you want you want to oh. talk uh, you want to talk about whatever I mean just you know as long as you keep all your skin inside of your pants we're good you know we okay. don't we don't want to see it you know I mean, there's <laughs> there's probably a few I think Dicky B has been in the chat here. So I'm sure he would vote to say yes, but uh, we'll, yeah, we'll leave that alone. I'm kind of uh, yeah, in our other blush. discord. Yeah, we, <laughs> in our other discord, I kind of, you know, my pants comes off sometimes when I have a little fire water in me. Yeah, we've um, all seen Tufu in their boxers. We've <laughs> all seen Tufu in his boxers. <laughs> uh, so I, the, I the believe other... the favorite one of mine is you humping the silencer kiosk. Oh yeah, <laughs> that was the time. Um, that was right because of that picture. Sansa, uh, Sansa shop started following me on Instagram, and I actually went to them and apologized. They're like, "No, no, no, we know who you are, and it's hilarious." <laughs> That's so, excellent. Yeah, the thing is, um, the other funny story is my the reason I choose four years ago to become a U.S. citizen is also because my green card was about to expire and was up for renewal. And I'm right. like paying another, you know, 700 bucks or some, I can't remember how much, I think it was 700 bucks for renewal. I could just pay, you know, another, what is it? Extra 25 bucks, 725 bucks is how much it cost to become a US citizen. Um, 640 was uh, application fee and uh, 85 is like the biometric, like fingerprints and stuff like that. So that's up. That's one of the reasons I would become a U.S. citizen. And um, that was right when uh, it was, you know, right before the election. So right. that, uh, people are like, oh, you know, non-citizens will get deported, this and that, or they're going to start denying people for um, citizenship. So I was like, oh, shit, I need to get mine then. So I, that's how I went and got it. And because everybody applied at the same time, mine actually took such a long time that my, um, my whatchamacallit, um, application took way too long my so your visa actually expired your green card expired yeah Yeah, my green card was expired by (laughs) like almost a year by the time i got my um interview for um citizenship and people are everybody was talking about how you know people become americans actually know more about american history than some of the naturally born I don't actually disagree with that. A lot of people do, like from from what I've, you know, seen. I mean, mm-hmm. I, do you? I guess to segue that a little bit, just that whole thing. Do you mm-hmm. do you find that you know, just in your experience? I mean, I know from what I've seen, it mm-hmm. seems like people who are born to America 
kind of take it for granted that they have all these freedoms. Yeah, absolutely. Like, you, when you come here and you pay to become a part of this, you know, it's it's the same thing as like if you pay for a kid to go to school versus if you you know force them to work their way through school, they're going to mm-hmm. appreciate the school a little bit more. They're going to pay more attention. They're going to do the job. You know, Correct. if you pay for them to go to school, they're not going to. They're just going to go mm-hmm. through it, screw around, and walk away. Absolutely. I 100% yeah. agree I mean, with you... that. Um, yeah, like, one of the very close example is I had a full ride to a college of my choice. Um, and I had enough money, so I stayed there for six years. And I did the bare – oh, no. Four and a half, actually. No, I take about four and a half years, and I did other schools after that. But four and a half years, and uh, for that four and a half years, I basically did nothing but partying. Um, well, it's over the statute of limitation now. Selling alcohol. I was an underage kid selling alcohol to other underage kids. I was, you know, doing. I was running multiple businesses. Um, just technically, real life experience is what I was doing. Right. Um, so nothing, and, nothing illegal. Nothing illegal. Nothing illegal move, at all. Move along. Move along, folks. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, that's what I did. Um, and you know, I didn't care because it was not coming out of my pocket. Right. And so, but going back to what you're saying, like I'm with a group of very close friends that are a mix of you know Americans. They're like very patriotic Americans and uh, um, immigrants. I won't say imported people, but immigrants. And um, it's very obvious who like who loves America more. Like it's almost like some people are ashamed of their Americans these days. Well, you know, now that you almost have like like society almost makes it seem like you have to be. And I think we need to get further away from that, but that's people need to just let that alone <laughs> number one but mm-hmm. your society and, and in general like patriotism in america right now is frowned upon you know if you you believe anything pro-america you're bad yeah and the reason why like me and a couple uh, russian guys that we're all citizens and i our joke is we love this country so much that we had to pay a couple thousand dollars and take a fucking test to become a U.S. citizen. Where you are born in the U.S., you're a U.S. citizen. Right, right. You don't have to you like this place to, at all. You guys had to do work to actually become a citizen. And yeah. most of us, you know, we just basically were, you know, our parents' mistake, you know. <laughs> our, you know, hey, however you look at it, we yeah, might yeah. be a mistake too. Yeah, no, so. everybody's a mistake, right? <laughs> you wanted it's somebody guaranteed you know you can say i wanted kids i wanted kids but you know when the, that day comes it's like oh crap are we ready for that nobody's ready apparently nobody like, is and that day it comes man i tell you what i got two of them now it's unbelievable i love them to death but the work is ridiculous oh, and your life it. your life it doesn't matter what you do your life is ran by those little rugrats yeah luckily i don't have any Knock on wood. Yeah, well, Ancestry.com may say otherwise. That just literally sent shivers down my spine. <laughs> um, so my birthday is right around uh, Father's Day. And every year, my friends don't re- um, text me happy birthday. They say happy Father's Day. 
it that's sucks. <laughs> it sucks. <laughs> now this is on air, so you know it's out there now. But yeah, no, like we had to take a hundred uh, question test, or there's a hundred questions in the pool that you have to study for, and then you have to interview, and um, you know you cannot have prior um, you know felonies or anything like that. Um, at the time, I didn't even have a no. I had one speeding ticket, and that's it. No, I ran a red light. That was it. And it's only and a then, red light. Well, the sun was right here. The light was right here. So, you know, I couldn't see. So I just well, went right through it. I've, I've been in Brentwood. Sometimes you don't want to stop at the red lights because, you know, the sinkholes. <laughs> That's right. You've been to Brentwood. Yeah. Like, um, yeah. I went to Brentwood. Oh I, w- I was in Brentwood on a motorcycle. Oh, my God. Brave. That's brave. Brave. People. <laughs> yeah. And people, I don't want to shit on Brentwood too much or Tennessee altogether. But we had the shit. We have the shittiest driver. You know, the drivers aren't the problem. I think the roads are the problem. The drivers are just trying to deal with it. Well, they actually fixed, um, is it 24 or 440 from Brentwood to uh, Nashville? I've been living here for, you know, almost well, they more than half of my all, life. They pulled up all the steel plates finally? Oh, no. They redid the whole road. Oh. It's beautiful now. And then they whitened it to four lanes now? Awesome. <laughs> but holy shit, that took forever. That took like two years when I was uh, going through school. I, they were still working on it. I'm like, ah, oh, whatever. But anyway, yeah, awesome. Now the roads are better, prettier. Some of them. Some of them. Some of them. Some of them. <laughs> I'm sure you still get like a four inch curb. You got to jump when you get onto the interstate. Oh my god. <laughs> and then oh, uh, where I live, there's a little road that uh, have seven speed bumps. And uh, if there's a big truck coming your way, um, you have to like kind of stop and just pivot off because there's like a they just bounce all over the they just bounce all over. Oh uh, yeah, that was terrible. <laughs> and then the seven speed bumps, I can kind of, I'm pretty proud about it. Is those speed bumps are because of us when we we're in high school uh, on Sundays? We used to take two walkie talkies, one end, uh, one person on one end, the other person on the other end. Just like all right, the road's clear. Let's race. And we got caught, and then they put speed bumps there, and we still didn't care. We got a Toyota Camry so bad, the suspension so bad, that uh, my buddy's older brother, he's like a car dealer, he couldn't even auction it off. He had to donate the damn thing. <laughs> That's oh, epic. That's awesome. Yeah. <clears throat> so, but yeah. Uh, back to the whole naturalization thing. Um, yeah, I... We had to take a test. We had to, you know, be educated about America before. And I think, you know, you can't make Americans do do this, but, you know, you're born in the U.S. You should at least know something about the history of your country. Well, and I think and, I think part of it. I mean, we're taught the history through through our education system, and I'll throw some air quotes in there too. You know, education system. Um, but they, it, it's just lather, rinse, repeat every single year. They just literally throw at you what they want to throw at you, and it's just it's ridiculous. You're shoved down the same like ten details every single year for fifteen years, and that's it. They they move on. Like if you want to learn something else, go get a book. Yeah, and also here's another thing that I'm not. And this is one thing that actually made me love America so much 
is when I first came here, I was in this ESL class, English as Second Language, mm-hmm. and um, they were they will actually invite us. Like we're all immigrants, and you know how back in the day we actually say pledge of allegiance to um every morning. Right. Yep. Um, they took that out, and I don't understand why. I mean, I do, but I I understand the reason why they took it out, but. It's so pity and stupid, just. It is, but I mean, like, and I, I know the history of the Pledge of Allegiance and everything like that, and it's great that it was there, and mm-hmm. I understand people taking it out. I, I think I don't agree with it. Mm-hmm. I don't agree with the reason they took it out, but it's not like it was something that was ingrained in based off of whatever. I mean, this, the Pledge of Allegiance, I believe, was like something they integrated around like the '60s. In America, and it's just—it is what it is. I like—I I disagree with the reason that they pulled it, mm-hmm. and I don't see any problem with it. Mm-hmm. I would say it, you know, over and over again, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, like, one I nation think can... under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all, sounds pretty fucking good to me. Yeah. Like, um, so the first version I believe came out in the eighteen hundreds, or eight, eight, like, right, eighteen ninety yeah, something. And then the final version was 1950s, mid-50s. Yeah, fair. And and that was, you know, it pulled it into the schools back then, you know, in the 50s, whatever. That's when they adopted the final one. But, yeah, there's not a lot of history of America taught. Right. And, and for from what I understand... The test that you guys got to take to become an, a citizen is ridiculous when it comes to actually the history. It's not not necessarily about the laws or anything that goes on in the country. It's it's legitimately about the history of America. Mm-hmm. You know, so yeah, it's to me it's crazy. Like, do you think? Do you really think that Americans are kind of complacent in the fact that we just get all of this? You know. Yes. I mean, you've obviously you came from China, mm-hmm. so you you've seen the socialist system, the the communist system, at its bare bones. Obviously, you're younger; you don't necessarily see the inner workings of it as I, whatever. But I'm sure you've seen it, you know. And looking back, you can definitely probably draw from experience on that. Like, so I actually seen um, my family were very um, involved in the whole. Um, what is it? The culture movement uh, mm-hmm. in China, and uh, you know, we were on the we're for better lack of a word, we're on the dick end of the whole deal. Um, my family got basically screwed big time. You know, my grandfather during World War II was a general, and uh, because he said the wrong thing, he got sent to jail for eighteen months, and my grandmother got sent to jail for twelve or study camp, whatever. Um, and then our family basically got broken up and my grand, or my uncle, my dad, and uh, or both my uncles and my dad uh, became homeless kids. So that's when my dad was like, um, that's when they went, in, went to another family's house to mm-hmm. live there for that time being. So um, it does not work. It, Marxism or whatever socialist um, you know, policy does not work. It looks phenomenal on paper. Right. But so does, you know, a lot of things. 
but they <laughs> yeah, work. Yeah, I'm a mechanical designer by trade. Trust me, a lot of things look good on paper, but when they come out, man, they, it's, yeah. it's a shit show. Yeah, so that would, it just doesn't work. So, and uh, some of us have lived through it that we know better. We know better to vote for certain things. Um, just, it's not a good thing to do. Mm-hmm. That makes any sense. Right. Yeah. Full socialism, bad. I mean, that's, that's been proven over and over and over again, regardless of what anybody says. Oh, it's never been true socialism or whatever it it's so, all it's pretty fucking true socialism yeah it's it, private citizens don't own anything it's socialism mm-hmm. and then in the i can't remember the exact uh, article or not article but book this was in but uh mark marcus marcus whatever the fuck his name is mm-hmm. uh wrote something that and then there's a line saying you cannot save yourself unless you save the rest of the community or the world that doesn't make any sense Right. How can you save the world without saving yourself first? See, and that's, that's, the, that's the big thing, too. Like, how can you save yourself if you don't save the world? Well, how can you save the world if you don't save yourself? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, you and can't, that's why. It, it's a juxtaposition, though. I like to say it's really interesting, though, like, understanding the political systems. You know, like, in in communism, everybody's in this little box. And as long as you stay inside that box everything's hunky-dory, everybody's happy. You know, uh, capitalism, you know, we're outside of the box. Everybody has freedom. And it's mm-hmm. only when you screw up that we throw you in a little box. We say, okay, yep. don't do that again. Think about what you did, and then we'll let you free again. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's crazy. But if you actually think about it, our businesses run like socialism. Everybody's put in a box... And you stay in the box, and you'll you'll be happy. You'll get your job. You'll get your paycheck. You'll get this and that. Mm-hmm. I think I think we've we've half got the socialism already. And how many people are happy with their job? True. General general question: If you have a job, are you happy with it? Are you True. happy being told what to do every single day? If you do, you might be happy in a socialist country. <laughs> it's yeah, sad, lot- but it's the truth. And this is me, you know, trash talking about a lot of people. But a lot of people, they are like, you know, they want socialists. They want this. They want that. But when you send them to an actual, like, a true socialist country, they're not going to survive. Right. They, it's, they don't understand. Like, I think the big thing, too, is a lack of understanding of get it now society, which America has created. You know, I mean, look at how many people are freaking out about their Amazon products not coming in two days anymore. Yeah, I mean, there's big cities, you know, New York City. People are freaking out because they could literally get something delivered in two hours. Yeah, and now you can't get it in a week. Mm-hmm. Well, how do we survive? How do we survive? I used to order my ramen. Did you ever go to the grocery store? Did you try? Did you try? You know, maybe getting some, you know, noodles and cooking something yourself. Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah, it's like you know. It's crazy. Today, it's, yeah, everybody is just so instant. They want it now and. Anything besides now is unacceptable, which is ridiculous. Yeah, so. it, it it's it's ridiculous what they ask for too. Like, think about how, how dumb our society really is, and literally everything you want is at the tip of your fingers. A few clicks on a screen, and you can learn anything you want to learn. 
Yeah. I mean, if you can't find a YouTube video on it, uh, a, a buildable, whatever those things are called, you know, just an instructable, there you go, on it, you can't, it's not possible, pretty much. If it's something you've ever thought of doing, it's been done, and it's been done in video format for you to learn how to do it. Mm-hmm. You know, general information. Obviously, it's hard to decipher what's good information, especially in today's day and age, but yep. it's out there. It's available on the internet at your fingertips. Absolutely. Yeah, you and then we, I, that's actually one of the reasons why me and my co-hosts started um, Fuel Rants, because there's so much misinformation out there about firearms, because I'm... In case anyone doesn't know, I'm kind of a, well, not a gun nut. I'm a firearm enthusiast. Um, <clears throat> we we started because we were just getting false information about a lot of things. And um, we were just like, well, we're kind of, we show a lot. We're kind of experts. Why don't we just start a podcast and recording it and give it to people? Well, that turned into a shit show because we get, go on tangents all the time. And we're always constantly drunk. So... <laughs> you called yourself Mead Fueled Rants. I mean, if people yeah. subscribe, they have to understand that's yeah. what they're signing up for. Yeah, and then we live the Mead Fueled Rant. Anybody who's ever been drunk on Mead knows what a rant is. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's actually how we got the name because uh, Ashley, my co host, got so drunk on uh, Mead when she was doing an Instagram story that she couldn't remember a damn thing. After that, <laughs> so I yeah, we have that. gotten yeah, we have gotten there like a couple times. Actually, just stupid. So yeah, yeah, I've seen some of them. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> no, 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 entertaining, entertaining to say the least. So that's Mead Fueled Rants, one of your YouTube endeavors. You've obviously got your Instagram. So at the Broken Asian Guns. Um, if you don't follow him already, head on over there, hit him up. You will see some of the craziest, stupidest, just off the wall shit. (laughs) Tufu, you need mental help sometimes. (laughs) Lots of it. (laughs) But you know what? You always keep it classy. You know, you can't, nobody can, nobody can deny your champagne and AKs. You know, that's, that's how you keep it classy. Thank you very much. Um, what else you got going on? Not a whole lot. I'm just, you know, right now, um, like you said earlier, I'm I'm kind of my own boss now, so which is great. You know, I work on a lot of AK stuff. I sell trade stuff, um, you know, import things, and uh, soon to be um, gonna be a big deal. Like, well, it's a big deal for me because I'm very passionate about the project. So, yeah, no, that's what I've been up to. I know that I know the deal. I know I know the deal. I think once you're ready to announce that and go full full open, I think that'll be a a good good thing. Thank you very much. Yeah, it's 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 in high demand, and um, I'm very passionate about this industry. So, and I know the right people, or I think yeah. I know the right people. Well, I, I know who you know, and I think you know the right people. It's so. it's pretty fair to say that you probably know the right people. <laughs> so and then everybody's been very kind of you know help pointing me to the right direction and we kind of need people like that where that's why when people come to me for questions i will never turn down answering anything yeah to a fault right <laughs> because everybody has been so kind to me and i think it's only right for me to give it back a little bit that's that's awesome you know i appreciate your time appreciate what you've done here 
you know um i don't want to keep you too long i try to keep these under an hour 45 minutes to an hour or so um i appreciate everything you know you coming on spending the time with us um if there's anything else you want to say before you know we kind of wrap it up oh thanks for checking it out um and uh hopefully i didn't bore you guys to death um (laughs) and thanks for having me dude no, you know what? Boring isn't bad. Uh, sometimes it's just disseminating different information. And that's kind of what I want to do. You know, um, just to give a brief overview, this is episode number one. So it's kind of a work in progress. We're going to be doing some things uh, differently with our lighting. Obviously, what you see on the stream is pretty dark. Uh, my other option is extremely light. So I'm working on, you know, fixing certain things. We're going to get some other stuff in the in the works and as as we grow so will the stream and so will how this looks um but one thing that's never going to change i want everybody to know this we're never going to monetize this it's always going to be free we may get kicked off of here we're kind of pushing this as something that may eat itself um if it does that it comes down to that we're you know there's bit shoot there's gun streamer there's all these other things but you know, at the end of the day, whatever or wherever we are, it's always going to be available at openmic.boogbrand.com. I'm going to post all these up there. We're also going to start distributing these on all the major podcast networks. Um, the goal isn't to monetize. The goal is literally just to have some conversation, get out there. And at the same time, you know, obviously I'm promoting my brand, um, boogbrand.com, you know, um, I'm never going to take a super chat, never going to take a donation from anybody. If you want to support this stream, you want to support these people, you head on over to Instagram, you follow at broken Asian guns, you go hit up the next person that I'm going to chat with. And if you want to support Boog brand, you know, by itself, head over to boogbrand.com and pick something up. That's as simple as that. I'm not going to ask for your money unless I sell you something that you actually want. So I actually should have worn the shirt and I forgot. I literally just got home. Like No, so- no. You know what? It's fine that you didn't wear the FER shirt. The FER shirt is phenomenal. It's going to be limited edition, actually, because we're going to actually discontinue that shirt in the next month. Oh, wow. Okay. So All right. it's going to be limited to about 100 people. So we haven't sold wow. a ton of them, but it's a yeah, hundred people that's going to have that shirt. We're actually going to start doing that with a lot of our shirts. Um, our lead times kind of got out of hand with COVID-19. That's kind of why we decided to focus on some of this, you know, just get out there, put a face to the company and actually have a little bit of fun while we're doing that. Um, so we're, we're bringing our lead times back down. Things are getting back to normal, <laughs> I guess you could say. Um, at the end of the day, all we want to do is just have some fun and promote our business. And, Absolutely. you know, this is probably going to be the easiest way for me to keep people up to date as well as give a little something while they're waiting the 10 days for the shirts to ship now, which is a lot better. I mean, we were at like 10 business days to get something out to people based off of our lead times. Uh, three weeks ago, we were at three to six weeks. Wow. So. Um, things are definitely coming back around. We've added a lot more suppliers. We've added a lot more vendors, um, to get things moving faster. And that's, you know, that's basically my shtick for the night. You know, I'm not going to push any more on it. Um, I just want everybody to have a good time and I hope Tufu, you see a lot of success in your upcoming endeavors. I've, I'm, I'm aware of what you're doing and I'm really excited to see what comes of it. Absolutely. Absolutely. 
Thank you so much. So uh, with that, I'll leave you guys and just have a great weekend. Oh, one last thing. Um, Friday nights, 8 p.m. from this point forward. We're going to do this on Friday nights at 8 p.m. We're always going to either do it live or we're going to do a premiere. The only way we're going to do a premiere is if the people can't actually do the show live with us and it's somebody we really want to have on. I know there's a few people who have time constraints and I'd really like to meet their needs as well. So um, if anybody wants to be on the show, you can always hit us up at openmic at boogbrand.com. Um, we're willing to take anybody. We're not. You don't have to be famous. You don't have to be anything. You got something you want to say, something you want to get off your chest, hit us up. We're willing to have the show. That said, next week, uh, we're going to have Black Diamond Guns and Gear. Uh, Josh and Josh. Big Josh and Little Josh. Don't know what we're talking about yet, but it's definitely going to be a good time with those two. Doing it live. <laughs> yeah, we're doing it live. So, all right, with that, uh, I promise I got nothing else, and I'm not going to grand thumb you on this. So y'all have a great evening. Uh, just keep it real.